Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Flippin' Bats presented by Perry Ellis Fragrances. What a night here in San Diego. Game one of the NLCS happened. There was a game five in New York as well. So much to talk about. This is going to be an absolute blast, and we're going to do it all from the field at Petco Park. Let's get to it. NLCS game one just wrapped up. How cool was it? By the way, just for everybody listening, watching, whatever is happening, the moment that we walked out through the tunnel, the crowd is still full, the players are still out there, and we're out here to bring this show to everybody. It's like a rush. It'll never get old. It is. I used to explain that moment to people waiting in the tunnel to come out, and I used to do the interviews with the players on the field right after, but there's just like a... It's something super special that you have to experience. You can't even really describe it. But as you said, when you come out here, the crowd's still out here. The players are celebrating. And then we get to do the show with you guys. And I don't know, hopefully you watch the game. If not, <laughs> make sure at least you're listening to this to get the full <laughs> recap of it. It, it, is, it is a rush. And the only way I can explain it is coming out is almost when, when I would take the field for the first time. When you're in the dugout, yeah. you're ready to take the field. And they say, take the field. That's kind of the feeling. And uh, here we are, live show after game one of the NLCS. There were a couple big things tonight. Obviously, we're here for the NLCS, but there was also a game five of the ALDS between the Yankees and Guardians, which we will get to in a second. But first off, here tonight, yeah. uh, low scoring, which I think you and I both thought was a real possibility here with Darvish and Wheeler both going, and they were both dominant and I don't want it to take away what you Darvish did tonight just how yeah. dominant Zach Wheeler ended up being but it was a pitcher's duel it was and you Darvish went out there and he competed the whole time just two unlucky pitches that got hit really hard for home runs and that ended up being the ball game and this was kind of I, I don't want to say it was it was a downer for the Padres I mean it is that they lost yeah. but we kind of came into this series with that that question of was there going to be a hangover yeah. was there going to be kind of uh, not the same intensity from the Padres that we saw when they played yeah. the Dodgers I was in the crowd with a couple of my friends watching the game and they even said you should have been here this weekend it was so right. much different it felt so much different the energy was so much different and that kind of gave me that first thought of yeah I kind of that's what I was feeling I didn't feel like it was as big as this past weekend yeah. for the Padres. It certainly didn't look like it. And one, the team on the field didn't do a ton to get the crowd into it. Yeah. But we talked about this during the game. There's a couple of different crowds. You know, there's a crowd that cheers when the team on the field does something. And there's the crowd that cheers to get their team to do something. Yeah. And it felt like tonight this crowd that started off crazy. I mean, it was electric before yeah. the game. 
it felt like they were waiting for something to happen as opposed to helping the team get going. Because really, the Phillies hit that early home run. Bryce Harper hit that first one to yep. make it one nothing, And the crowd really was out of it for the rest of the game. So Harper hits that early home run. Kyle Schwarber hits a home run that was the longest home run in Petco Park history. Yeah. 488 feet. And that was the difference in the ballgame. And we were sitting right by, I don't know if it was like the Phillies family that section. That was family, wives, but it was, girlfriends. It was loud. Yeah. They had a small little section here, and they got it done. But also coming into this, we said if the Phillies would win if their big guys stepped up, yep. and they did it tonight. Bryce Harper is red hot right now, and he is looking like MVP Bryce Harper. Four home runs in this postseason. He just, he can't stop right now. Once he gets rolling, there's no stopping him. Yep. He's been absolutely dominant throughout this postseason. And that's what, once he came back from that injury, yeah. it it wasn't the Bryce Harper that we've been accustomed to see. Yeah. Right. And then it got to the point where playoffs started, October hits. This is MVP Bryce Harper. We saw it here tonight on the biggest stage. We saw it in the DS. We saw it in the wild card round. Bryce Harper is back. And who else to get the scoring started here in the NLCS? than Bryce Harper, who is extremely locked in right now. But we have to, yes, that was the two scoring outcomes. Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, Bryce Harper with the oppo homer, Kyle Schwarber with the 488-foot home like, run to the, the upper, upper deck? deck, which if that was, was the longest crazy. home run in Petco Park history, and it got into the second row of the yeah. upper deck, unless somebody hit one into the first row of the upper deck, there's probably not been a player to hit a ball in the second deck here. No. That's my guess, yeah. right? which is crazy. Uh, but, again, Zach Wheeler tonight on the mound. We talked about those offensive guys. He's an ace. And I said it a couple weeks ago. I said these two, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, are the most underrated one-two punch in all of baseball. I've said it a couple times. And today, this morning, I caught up with John Smoltz, who I've had on the show weekly for the last couple of months, which, by the way, sick to really be able cool. to say that. Yeah. I uh, asked him about these pitchers. And he said, like, the pitching matchups we're going to get in this series – are really underrated. Like, you look at these teams and you think Harper, you think Cassianos, you think Schwarber, you think Soto, Machado, those names. But these pitching matchups are going to be great. And look at this. This is a 2 nothing, really well played. By the way, really quick ball game, yep. which haven't even mentioned this yet. Right after this, searching for Shohei. Yeah! Interview special, which you just saw recently. It is recently. your big night. I am so excited. I know we Thank talked you. about it on the show already. But it was magical. Like, I, I've had a chance to, to follow Shohei's career closely the moment he got into Major League Baseball just by covering the Angels. But I never saw that side of it. I never got to see the perspective yeah. of why he is the way he is and kind of his upbringing and his commitment to baseball and the determination. It, waking up, baseball. Eat, more baseball. Little bit of school, yeah. more baseball. Go to yeah. sleep, wake up super early, more baseball. Like, there is a reason he is the way he is. And just seeing the reaction from fans with you there and getting that yeah. inside look is really special. And all you guys are going to get to see that tonight yep. on FS1, which is really special. If you are listening live right now, this will all come up right Right after this, pretty much, in just a little while, uh, searching for Shohei, an interview special right now on the screen. If you're watching, there's the promo for it. Uh, this was something really special to me. So whether you're listening live and can watch it soon or you're listening to this tomorrow morning, there will be re-airs of it. This is, uh, this is special. 
one, it's really special to be here. Yeah. It's really special to have that. And for it both to happen on the same night, well, that's really cool and, and really special. So uh, stick around. That's coming up soon. But again, this game tonight, the atmosphere leading up to Wheeler, that was my whole point here. I don't even know how I got to Shohei, but just got sidetracked. I like that you got to Shohei. But Zach Wheeler was the ace that we've come accustomed to. He hardly gave up a hit, by the way. Yeah. One hit, I mean, one hit for the majority of the game, absolutely dominant from Zach Wheeler. Dominant game for the Phillies. The concern for both of us was a hangover from that Dodgers series, which admittedly from Manny Machado, right? Yep. They had circled. This series yep. between the Dodgers was circled. They won it. Now, can you get yourself back up? Can you get yourself back ready for a series that is quite literally bigger than the one before, but it's not against that Dodgers team that you've had to get over the hump of? I, I, I mean, I, they said multiple players, Bob Melvin said, they went out, they got Juan Soto, they got Hayter to beat the Dodgers, to be able to compete with the Dodgers. And they did that. And it's hard when you set that as your goal, opposed to we got them to win the World Series. No, we got them to, I mean, right. uh, ultimately that's obviously what they want to do, but that wasn't the forefront of the conversation. Yeah. The forefront of the conversation was we got to beat the Dodgers. And I think and they did. I don't know if it's more like, I don't know if that's a feeling from the players, because obviously you're going out every at bat trying to do your yeah. best. But that is the sense I got from the crowd. And when you're the home team in a yeah. series, the importance of the crowd can't be understated. I mean, the yeah. players feel it. We caught up with a bunch of the Phillies guys on the field yesterday who get going on and on and on about how important the crowd was in Philly. And it felt like that crowd we were watching back in the studio with the Dodgers was in it every single pitch. Yes. And it felt like it was, okay, we did that. What can you guys do next? Make us cheer. Yeah. And tonight there wasn't a lot to cheer for, but no. they didn't really get into it a lot. The Phillies took them out of it. Big, big, big kudos to Zach Wheeler there for taking the hitters out of it for the Padres and the crowd out of it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I was shocked when I went to visit my friend down in his seats, and he said, oh, you should have been Your here friend. this week. By the way, Alex knows everybody here. I went to San Diego Literally State. We're everybody in, San Diego. in the crowd is, hey, <laughs> Alex, oh, my soccer coach is over there. I That's did. That's my best friend. That's my sister's best friend. And I did. I got to see a lot of homies here tonight. There were 45,000 people here tonight, and they all knew Alex Curry. <laughs> so what a... But the biggest thing, he's like, you should have been here this weekend. It's like, but I'm here now, and this game's even bigger. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't the same feeling. Yeah. And I kind of got that. Like, I was like, oh, this is cool, but this isn't what we saw on the screen back at home when we were watching them play the Dodgers. So this is going to be really big for the Padres to split the series tomorrow. Quick turnaround. It's a day game. How big of a must win is this? For the Padres before heading to Philly for three. Well, you never want to say in a best of seven that game two is a must win. Yeah. But if you're the home team uh -huh. and have home field advantage and lose that first one, game two is a must, a must win. win. I mean, in, in the, you know, in math sense, technically yeah. it's not. But you get down 1-0, you're getting ready to go on the road for three. You have to win tomorrow. Yeah. So they have a guy on the mound that yesterday I talked about. If the if the Padres will win this series, Blake Snell needs to be good Blake Snell, yeah. which we know he can be. He's on the mound tomorrow. That's a big deal. They really need him now to be that guy. So, yeah, it can't be understated the importance of tomorrow's game uh, to get a win and to at least split before you go to Philly. Because if you go to Philly, 
down 2-0. Oof. I don't think it's coming back. I it, it's I don't I think it's hard to even pick up a game. Yeah. I don't even know if they win a game if they drop the first two, then go to Philly. Yeah. Just from everything that we've heard, as we said, we were talking to the Phillies players, and they said you couldn't even hear yourself say things to your teammate right next to you across yeah. the field. It was so loud. We saw the phone give uh, give the warning that it was too oh, yeah. loud. Yeah, that it was too loud in the stadium. Yeah. Like there was just. It's hard, and they're in. Philly fans are so invested in every single play. Yeah. There's different kinds of fans. There's a casual fan, and there's the hardcore fan. Philly are the hardcore fans. Much less being able to talk to each other from me to you. Brandon Marsh said yesterday he couldn't hear himself think. Yeah. He was out in the outfield having trouble, like, clarifying his own thoughts. So I'm excited to get there. This atmosphere will, no doubt, I think they'll put up a run tomorrow. We'll get to see what okay. that is like. But you know what else was today? Today was a a particular day in history because there has never been a day in Major League Baseball where there was an LCS and an LDS game yeah. on the same day. And we got that today with game one here of the LCS and game five on the American League side between the New York Yankees and the Cleveland Guardians in New York. One, wild how the schedule worked out. Now, because of the delay, we, we'll, we got into that a little bit last night and I'll yeah. we'll probably get into a little bit we more. Will. But key stories there, Giancarlo Stanton home run, Aaron Judge home run, yeah. Yankees win. If those two guys are hitting home runs, there's a pretty good chance they're going to win the ballgame. They needed their big guys to show up in that moment. But I think what was an even bigger advantage for the Yankees was getting that day off and not having a bullpen game yes. and getting to have a starter on the mound. How much did they benefit from that? I It can't be understated. And you know, this decision came from Major League Baseball. It yeah. wasn't like Yankees are the home team. They got to decide to push it. But having that game get pushed and being able to have Nestor Cortez back on short rest, but yeah. not, he couldn't start the day before. He ended up getting that team five innings. I mean, that's a big deal. If it were a bullpen game, you got to believe on the pitching side, it's a little bit of an advantage, Guardians, with the way the Yankees bullpen has been in a bit of disarray. But being able to get that day off, that delay, and throw Nestor Cortez was a huge deal. We saw it pay big dividends with that early home run to Giancarlo Stanton. And then Nestor Cortez went out and shut them down for a while. Only gave up one run and, and five innings. He was dominant. That delay, now it does a few things. It doesn't set them up well for the next series. That's my next question. But you cannot plan for another series. No. You have to win in the moment. Nestor Cortez goes out, gets the job done. New York Yankees advance. And we got the ALCS that I predicted because my playoff predictions are hotter than the fire of sun <laughs> right now. When all, hotter when, than mine. When everybody on the planet was counting me out, that's when I sneak in. Uh -huh. That's when my that's when my picks heat up. Sure. ALCS, sure. Houston Astros, one seed, New York Yankees, two seed. For all the talk the other night of there's so much volatility in the in MLB playoffs, the top seeds, look yeah. at the American League. Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know if I'm saying this right, the the tale of two different stories. What is it? The tale of what? You know what I'm trying to think of? Tale of two cities. Uh, something like that, where it's like two completely different stories. We're, we'll, we'll work on that analogy, and I'll figure it out. I'll get back I to love. You guys. I love Alex's <laughs> analogies. If you like baseball, listen to Flippin' Bats, and if you like analogies, <laughs> this is the place because she will pull out some that just make 
no sense, and she will make out some that you're like, you know what, that doesn't make sense, but it really does. It does make sense. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Because you have, on the American League side, one and two seed, who yeah. we predicted to get there. Yeah. But then on the National League side, you have this five and six seed that I don't think anybody Nobody. expected to be there. But both are playing a game tomorrow. So, yes, you said you can't look ahead to the next series. But the Yankees win their game today, now fly to Houston, and it was a later game for them, and then they have to turn it around and get it going. How big of an advantage is that for your brother, who is on the mound tomorrow, and the Astros? I think it's a big advantage for the series. Okay. You know, you look at game one, and it's going to be, okay, we'll, f we'll figure that out on the plane ride there, which is another point, like, you win these games, you win these series. We saw the party the Padres had the other night. Yeah. Yankees can't do that. Nope. They can't drink. They can't go out and get nope. hammered with each other. They got to hop on a plane and go to Houston, go to sleep and wake up and play in game one of the ALCS. That's wild. So, yeah, like I said, you can't plan for another series when you have to win the one at hand. That planning comes now on a flight to Houston. They're like, what do we do? Yeah. And that's advantage Houston, you know whether it be in game one or game two, that there's an advantage using that, having to use the bullpen the way they did. I mean, the advantage isn't necessarily in one game. You see it over the course of games, which they have to piece together their pitching now, which yep. is a big deal. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. Um, one big thing that was very helpful to the Yankees tonight is Garrett Cole, who pitched the other night through 110 pitches and then came back in the locker room the next day and said, I'm ready. Put me in, I coach. can pitch. The game got delayed until the next day. He was even more ready to pitch. He was getting loose in the ninth inning, but they did not have to use him, yep. which is big coming into this series against the Astros. But he was there. He was ready. It was 5-1 in the ninth inning. They got a runner on base. Yep. Garrett Cole was warming up, and it almost felt like if one more thing happens, Garrett Cole is coming in the game, and that sets them back another degree yep. in the next series. So, but that's the mentality you want to see from your top dogs in that moment. I don't care. Put me in. I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. But let's talk about the mentality for the Astros because they've had a couple days rest. Yep. They've gotten to kind of sit back, probably watch these games. You got the Yankees coming in, no rest. What's your mentality going into game one tomorrow? The mentality is we have home field advantage. Yeah. We, as if you're the Astros, we have home field advantage. We have our guys lined up. We have Justin. We have Framber Valdez. We have Lance McCullers. One, two, three. The Yankees don't. Now's the time to pounce. You have to win Early. those first two games yeah. at home. Now, the Astros are a team that have shown we can win on the road. It doesn't really matter. The last few playoff runs that they've been on um, that I was fortunate enough to, to be on a part of and go along with them with, with my brother – I remember it vividly, series against the Yankees. They split at home, then they go on the road, and they win two of three in New York. And then the World Series in 2019, they lost the first two at home. They go on the road to Washington and won every single game there, which turned out to be the first, the first series in professional sports where the home team lost every single game yeah. of the World Series. So that was that wild was to begin with. But the Astros can win on the road, but with the advantage they have with the Yankees coming off of this series – the biggest advantage comes in those first two games because of their setback with the pitching. So you don't want to 
get to that off day. You want to you want to take care of business in those first two games. Go up 2-0. Go to New York. Take care of business. You can end it there or have the big advantage coming back home. But that big advantage comes in the first two games. They have to take advantage. Do what they've done all year. Pitch well and score more runs than the other team. And when you do that. If you score more runs than the other team, you're typically going to win baseball I, I games. Think that's how, that's, I think that's how you win a game. That's what they need to do. You know what I'm most excited about? What? Oh, is no. watching you freak out during our post-game show tomorrow because your brother is going to be pitching mm -hmm. uh, most likely right during that time. That's and happening. I haven't been able to see you in your freak out People yet don't. while I don't. you're I don't watch. <laughs> first pitching. So if you want to see a full Ben Verlander meltdown, <laughs> tune into our post-game show tomorrow because this is going to be epic. I, I don't watch Justin in front of people because I am not a joy to be around. So we have we have a we have a live <laughs> postgame show after game two tomorrow, which is right around the time game one of the ALCS will be starting in Houston, yep. which my brother will be on the mound for. So uh, entertainment for a lot of reasons because we'll be doing this show, but you will also be seeing me probably have a meltdown, even though I won't know what's going on. My nails will be gone. I'll probably be bleeding from my fingernails. It will be a fiasco. But look, I, every once in a while, I do, I, I take a moment. I, I cover, we cover the game of baseball. Yeah. But every once in a while, when my brother is on the mound, I, I step out of that role and I watch the game as my brother. Yeah, family. As my family, as a guy that I love and have looked up to much of my life. And to have those things overlap is going to be <laughs> madness because I will be here yep. working as hard as I can yeah. and also freaking out internally at the same time. And that's okay. I literally can't wait. Yeah, I am so can. excited. I literally can't wait because I just, I need it to be done with. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Looking ahead to that series, yeah. what are kind of your, your key guys you're focusing on? In that series. In that um, series. For me, I look at a couple. One, Jose Altuve, who went 0 for 16 in round one in the playoffs. He that's, doesn't have a hit yet. That's big. He's Jose Altuve. Yeah. He hit 300 on the season. He was dominant. He was an all-star. He's perhaps the best second best baseman in the game of baseball. You need him. And I don't want to say you didn't need him in that first round, but they ended up sweeping the Mariners. But sweep, I don't even like saying they swept the Mariners. They did. But that was a very hard-fought series and could have gone either way. You end up sweeping the Mariners with Jose Altuve not getting a single hit. Yeah. You're facing the New York Yankees now. Yeah. It is a little bit different. There's, it feels different. It's the CS. You can't go into that series with your guy, Jose Altuve, not getting a single hit. So, uh, for me, that's one. I have a couple, but do you have you – I'm, I'm, I'm asking for you. Keep me. going. Okay, Keep another going. one. Um, I'm going to say Justin just okay. because – um, didn't have a great start against Seattle, yeah. which is really one of his like only two not great starts of the year. Yeah. Said today, as in what day is today? Today is Tuesday. Today, as in Tuesday, in a press conference that figured something out, saw some stuff in video, uh, worked on his mechanics a little bit, and he is really excited to get back out there. Justin's, I'm not going to say going to. I'm very superstitious when it comes to my brother. Hopefully, Justin wins his third Cy Young Award this year. He yeah. was that good. We will see if he will be that good in this uh, in the ALCS. Yeah. Another one for me on the Yankees side is, how do you not say this answer? Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Has to be. We saw in that first series against Cleveland, he ended up, because of the home run in Game 5, having a couple of home runs. But he wasn't great in that series. Along the same lines of Jose, Jose Altuve, Aaron Judge needs to be 
Aaron Judge. And that's pretty simple. So I know I'm pointing at the stars now, but this series with the Yankees and Astros is full of superstars. Those stars need to be the guys and step up and be really good. Yes, it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Both these series are really good series. I'm so excited for this. This wasn't the series that anybody expected no. on the National League side. Uh -uh. I am so excited for this series because both of these teams are playing such good baseball, and both of these fan bases are starving for winning. Yes. And that's one thing that John Smoltz told me earlier today is, yeah, you know, they may have beat – the Padres may have taken down the Dodgers and the fan base got really into it, but at the end of the day – they just want to win a World Series. They're yeah. starving for that. And the Phillies haven't been to one in, in forever. I mean, these two fan bases haven't tasted winning in years and years. So to have these two teams playing great baseball, we can't look past that point. Yeah. These teams are full of superstars and really, really good, and they're playing good baseball. But they also are two fan bases that are starving for winners. So, yes, on the American League side, good series but I am super excited to be along for this series because we're getting these crowds and these fan bases and going to be on these fields and uh, you can feel the energy in the stands with these guys for sure yeah and you guys should definitely come and tune in and hang out with us tomorrow because we we've been doing the the pre-game live streams kind of giving you a feel the lay of the land showing you the best places to watch the game and if you can't actually be here then you kind of get to be here with us where we're giving you like an inside look yeah, exactly that's kind of the whole like my whole want what i what i want to do yeah. is to make people feel that are sitting at home they could be sitting wherever in the world they could be sitting in goochland virginia where i'm from oh it's like okay that's where i'm from i got it you got something to say i didn't know you're from goochland <laughs> no, i could be sitting in goochland virginia and say you know what I feel like I'm there. I feel like I'm experiencing it with Ben and Alex because that's the passion and emotion I want to bring it to it is we were pregame walking around the field like a bunch of little kids experiencing it for the yeah. first time and showing everybody around, and that's kind of the want. That's kind of the feel, and uh, I am so excited to continue to do that throughout the entire NLCS and the World Series. So stick around for all these shows on social media everywhere. We will be making it feel like you guys are along with us. Uh, Alex, one thing I'm excited to get to that you might not be. What do you mean? The Flippin' Bats playoff draft. I got a point today. The Yankees won. Alex got Hello. one point bringing her total up to four <laughs> when, when myself and Taylor are at 11. So, yeah, that was brutal. Uh, you know what? Uh, you, one point counts, you know? So, quick <laughs> update here on the playoff draft. I drafted the Astros, the Cardinals, the Mariners, and the Phillies. Alex with the Dodgers, Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, and Taylor with the Mets, Braves, Guardians, Padres. <sighs> Myself and Taylor at 11. Alex is at four and really only has one team left in the New York yeah. Yankees. So that's the update for you. We'll post that graphic on social media as well. Check out our social media if you haven't. Flipping Bats Pod everywhere. Um, but, yeah, that's the update. Cool. Well, before we go, we're going to get your top five Players of the day. Okay. We had two games. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. 
The FS56RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Going with. Two games. Starting okay. with five. At number five, my fifth best. My best? My fifth best player of the day. Is that, would that be the way to say it? Is uh, Giancarlo Stanton, I believe. Is that who I have at five? Yeah. Yes. Giancarlo Stanton, one for four with a home run, three RBIs. Stanton with a big home run. That kind of got the scoring started in New York. So the tension of a game five, being that first team to score, I don't want to say takes the tension away, but it kind of like. It does. Okay. Three run home run? A little bit. A three run home run is different than just scoring first. That's like, oh, we not only scored first, we got a pitch. Yeah. So Stan gets that home run, ends up with one hit on the day, but it was a massive one. He's here at number five. Number four on my list, Bryce Harper. We saw it here tonight. Oppo Taco for the home run. MVP last year. Played good this year. Ends up getting that hand injury out for a while. Comes back and he is not himself. But in the playoffs, he has been dominant. His fourth home run of the playoffs came here tonight with the Oppo homer off of Yu Darvish. First run of the LCS and one of two with him and Schwarber. Harper gets that done. He's here on my list at number four. He's heating up, and your number three players also heating up. After a little bit of a slump here in the postseason, you got Aaron Judge at number three. Aaron Judge, because, well, he's Aaron Judge. He hit a home run today, two for four. Like you said, he's heating up. If he's hot going into the LCS against the Houston Astros, he is capable of carrying a team. Yeah. And if he is hot, that's what he will do in the LCS. So they're going to have to figure out how to pitch to him. But another big day today when it mattered the most. Today was win or go home. Yeah. Aaron Judge didn't want to go home. No. And he's here at number three. And we saw big home runs from what your five, four, three, and now number two. Number two, Kyle Schwarber. The longest home run in the history of Petco Park. Four. 188 feet wow. in the second deck over there right behind me. It was a mammoth home run. And again, shout out to my friend, John Smoltz, who I have on weekly. And he said, hey, the ball's going to carry a little bit tonight. It's not your typical late night game where that marine layer comes in. We might yep. see if a guy elevates a ball and hits it hard, we might see some balls flying a little bit. And you can't fly much more than the longest home no, run in no. the history of Petco Park. Kyle Schwarber did that tonight. He had, a, he had a couple hits. He was hitting the ball hard all night. And he's another guy. Before we move on to number one, we've seen in the past, he's not your prototypical leadoff hitter. Yep. Big lefty, hits for power, or can strike out a good bit. If he's hot, he can quite literally carry a team. We saw it last year with the, with the Nationals for a while. He was on that insane stretch. And then when he gets hot this year, you see it. And if he's hot right now, man, we the, the Padres could be in some more trouble than just being down 1-0. Yeah. And now finally at number one, your man on the mound. Number one on the day, yeah. Zach Wheeler. Seven innings, eight strikeouts, one hit. That's one hit That's in crazy. game one of the NLCS and not a single earned run. Got the win on the mound. I have said it a couple weeks ago. I have said it many times since, and I will continue to say it until everyone starts understanding this. Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are the most underrated one-two punch in the game of baseball, and we saw 
the one of yeah. that punch tonight, and it was quite the punch. What a dominant, dominant outing from Zach Wheeler here tonight. And it, it took the Padres hitters out of the game, and it took the crowd out of the game. I don't see how I could have gone with anybody else. No offense to two through five, but there was a clear number one tonight, yep. both on my list and a number one on the mound, and that was Zach Wheeler. He was dominant. And number one in your heart. Well, that's going to be a guy pitching tomorrow. But <laughs> we were talking. I'm just saying the lead up to it and how underrated he was. It yes. was good. Obviously, not real number one in your heart. I know, that, I know that's safe for your brother, Justin, taking the mound tomorrow. Yes, I, I, I can't wait. Yeah. It is going to be quite the day tomorrow with NLCS Game Two happening here. Alex and I will be live again right after the game. So tune into that. Uh, this has been a lot of fun today. Your first playoff game covering it on the field, right? Yeah. That's this so cool. So fun. It is it, it so feel, fun. It feels so good to be back. There's such a, a family, familiar, happy, just like feels like home yep. when you're on a baseball field. This was this was a special night. Let's do it all again tomorrow. Um, searching for Shohei coming up soon. We're going to toss this over to Poppy and A-Rod and Frank and those guys on FS1. Go check them out. And right after they go off the air, searching for Shohei, an interview special will come on your TV. So cool. Don't miss it. Do not miss that. But for Alex and I, this has been another episode of Flippin' Bats presented by Perry Ellis Fragrances. What a night, Alex. I had a blast. Let's do it all again tomorrow. Let's do it again tomorrow. All right, cool. Cheers. Thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Flippin' Bats presented by. And I smell, I, you can't lie. I smell Delicious. Perry-Ellis Perry Ellis fragrances. fragrances. <laughs> uh, until tomorrow night, check out the FS1 crew. Searching for Shohei coming up. Until then, peace.